Hi everyone. Uh, my name is Uga. My name is Mart. We are just two Latvian dudes living in the Netherlands, studying our own things. But the one thing that we have in common is we love to talk a lot about weird underground music. That's why we want to welcome you to the Shady Music Market. Welcome, uh, welcome to the first, park, first podcast. Already the first stutter of the podcast. <laughs> Off to a successful start. Yeah, three seconds in. <laughs> I think, um, what are we calling it? Are we calling it the underground music market, the shady music market, or or, or subterranean? Uh, I think the shady, I, I like the shady music market. The, shady the more music I think market. about it, the better it sounds. Because it's like basically us trying to sell you really weird music. It's like yeah. you come up to like... Um, this market and this, this dude in a coat like opens and it's just yeah. CDs of different artists. <laughs> I That's think us. like we're the guys in the party who are like really sketchy and then like, <laughs> like <"Psst." laughs> you want to listen to Death Crips? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Death Crips for a first episode. I feel like it's um, I feel like Death Crips perfectly encapsulates what we want people to listen to. Yeah, I feel like like how I found about Death Crips is, um, I think Anthony Fantano to be honest. Yeah, fair enough. I think Anthony Fantano, and then at first I hated it because I found it through Anthony Fantano. <laughs> like, don't get me wrong, I love the Melon Man. I love, like, his reviews, but, like, I feel like, you know, it's kind of like a... Unless I stumble upon it myself, I don't feel like I'll like it. Yeah, I know. It feels like a bit less authentic when yeah. you know someone recommends you. But then what happened is uh, later on I just basically discovered it myself, and it sounded <laughs> really weird, to say the least. I feel like that's the mildest way you can put yeah. any Death Grip song. And then over time, it kind of grew on me. And I think it was one of the gateways that, that led me to look for more weird music. Well, that's that's pretty good. What about you? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think it's that symbolic for me. I know I, I also found it through, like, uh, Anthony Fantano, but through JPEG Mafia. Because uh, mm. I, when I, like, started getting into JPEG Mafia, I wanted to look for, like, a bit more similar artists. And then I found uh, Death Crips. And, yeah, obviously, at first, I was also, like, really put off by them. Just, like, weird, creepy music. Don't <laughs> like it. Uh, but yeah, the more I listened to it, the more I like got got gotten like into them. Uh, yeah, they just seem super interesting, and like yeah. they're one of those bands that like the more you the more you listen, the more you get out of them, which is super cool. So who are Death Grips? How should we how should we introduce the group? Um, yeah, it's basically three guys. Three guys. Do you want to talk about them? <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's basically it's 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 three dudes, basically a drummer, a keyboardist, vocalist. I think we'll go into the names later. I think yeah. it's not as important right now. Um, but basically, they they each do their own thing. Um, they and then the music is just kind of, just kind of comes together, and it's really tough to it's really tough to uh, categorize it. I think I think one of the great things about it is that it's really tough to categorize, and I'll go into it later. But it. It um, is usually called like experimental hip hop or or, or 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 industrial hip hop or something like punk or metal, but it doesn't fit into those genres. Yes. As I said, like <laughs> as you've heard me say before, that basically, if you wanted to describe it, it sounds like a homeless man screaming <laughs> at an electric power plant. And even though it sounds really crude and even interesting and weird, you're like, why would I want to listen to it? But it makes sense, and it's also really it's so weird that it's interesting. Yeah, I feel like they're very like genre defining. Yeah, because of like you can't really place them anywhere. You know, they, they don't really fit into any genre, and that's what makes them also so interesting. 
Yeah. But then I feel like to get to them, I feel like you can't just listen to this and be like, okay, I know I'm ready to listen to some Death Crips. I yeah. feel like I feel like they're like as weird as it sounds, and I feel like as pretentious as some people might interpret it. I feel like there is this stairway you can take so that when you actually listen to them, right? When you actually decide like, oh yeah, I want to listen to them now. You're, you've gotten you've gotten like a bit accustomed more to the style and uh, and not the, really the influences but like the different things that I listen to. Yeah, well, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, they have some more hardcore stuff and more like more or less hardcore stuff. Yeah, but what would be the main artists that that uh, that I think? What would be the artists that you would go to if you had to like be like, okay, I want to listen to Death Corps, but I want to get it more. Like the gateway artists. Yeah, yeah, basically. They're like weed, but for music. Japing <laughs> <laughs> Mafia, basically. Japing <laughs> Mafia is definitely a good one. But yeah, also, um, Brockhampton is one. And obviously, Brockhampton is also like a very diverse artist. But they have some like, uh, especially I think for the like first saturation album, they have some more industrial songs. Which uh, which could be like a gateway to death groups. Yeah, uh, yeah. The yeah, more I have... talk about it, the more it sounds like drugs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, but it kind of fits the shady music market, yeah. though, doesn't it? <laughs> Every artist is a bit of a different thing. This is like, just a code. We're just like launching our drug podcast. If you listen to too much death groups, you just feel like shit for the next two weeks. You have yeah. a really horrible come down. <laughs> <laughs> you could overdose on death groups. <laughs> Actually, you probably you could. could. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but basically. Um, yeah, Brockhampton, and even in a weird sense, and I'll go into it, um, Death Grips even is appealing to a lot of metal yeah. uh, um, artists, uh, or metal fans, rather, and then I feel like it has elements of rock, in a sense, or it has, like, the the, the themes that rock and punk and, and metal cover. They have, definitely, the themes, and, uh, well, there's this, like, you know, this, this vibe of anger and this, like, negativity, which sort of reminds of metal and, and, like, punk music. But they also have, like, guitars in a lot of their songs and, like, very, like, overdriven guitars, which also, like, a bit flashbacks to metal. Yeah. Um, one of the things that, I like, like, when it comes to, like, why I think of Death Crips is amazing, one of the things that uh, really comes to mind and it captivates me is that they're not really conventional when it comes to, like, making music now when i say that i think that i'm not making this i'm not saying what a lot of the fans do which is overhyped definition say they're basically like revolutionizing music and creating yeah. this whole new genre or this whole new way to make music i don't i don't think that at all but i will say that one of the things is that they don't really focus on melody there isn't really a big focus on melody in their music it's really like an afterthought it sometimes come in comes in and sometimes doesn't and 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 the main focus that you see on the group, which I don't think a lot of like mainstream hip hop bands, or actually they do, but like what I think they do and they take it to a next level is just focusing on rhythm itself. Yeah, that's fair. and the feeling, even the vocals, everything is very rhythmic, and 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 that's where the insanity of like this drummer Zach Hill, yeah. who's had a lot of successful projects, otherwise comes in. It's really complicated rhythms. They're like really syncopated, and there's a lot. Like you could you could try to find theory behind the rhythms. Meanwhile, if you wanted to find like harmonic theory, if you wanted to like analyze the melodies, you would find nothing, zero. And 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 I think that's where I have another thing, where um, I think that in that sense of of focusing on rhythm only in a sense, and then giving everything as an afterthought, they did exactly what Tom York did. There's this famous quote he has when he made the Kid A. Yeah, um, where he said that basically, I don't want nothing. All I want is rhythm. That's the famous quote when he made Kid A. And then in this really, really weird sense, you can even draw parallels between Kid A 
which from Radiohead, which is the furthest thing from Death Grips that I can imagine. Yeah, this is a very strong pitch. With with Death Grips itself, and like certain tracks, like um, sound like idiotique, idiotech. I don't, I can always mispronounce that one from from uh, the Kid A, the national anthem, and even like the the album single, like Kid A. Because it's really heavy and it's really heavy rhythm. It's like the vocals are like mismatched. There's a lot of things that like, you know, don't seem to make sense and are very like stripped. It's like yeah. a bare bone. If if uh, Death Grips was stripped with bare bones, you could draw a lot of parallels with. Radiohead. I get it, man. I, I really get. It. I also think you know some like um, time differences play in hand because mm. like Kid I was which year album? Oh, uh, very early two thousands, I think. Yeah. And yeah, and it's also like I think kind of progressive for for its time. And then like, ten or fifteen years later, ten years later, Death Grips come into hand. But yeah, I think it's like a general, a general like um, premise for for like music that rhythm is like the the power behind it all, you know. Um, and especially like in a bit more ex- experimental music, it can often be the one that like um, you know accents the music more. Yeah, and Death Grips so. does it on crack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're like one thousand yeah. percent. Yeah. What do you? What is? But, what is something that always comes to mind when you think of Death Crips? Like, what is something that is always will like be like, wow. I, I mean, they're just like I. I think the most the hardest thing to describe about them is like the vibe they incorporate with everything they do. It's not only the music; it's also the videos and the concerts and like the stuff they do on their own. That's the the whole like vibe in general. Vibe in general. It makes like the music also seem more authentic. And and yeah, about like the the individual artists themselves. Zach Hill, I read somewhere online that like he was uh, homeless at the time they like recorded their first album because he like came back from Japan and his uh, his apartment was sold out, and so he spent like a month or something being on the streets and like <laughs> really? yeah, and playing drums when like recording. It was ex-military, I think, and then oh. supposedly shooting some drugs as well. And uh, and yeah, there's this like a couple of interesting stories about those artists, and then there's nothing about them. They're so secretive. They're like the 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 what was the third guy's name? Andy Morin. Yeah. Like there's literally nothing about him online. He's like non-public. Now I kind of feel bad about the the homeless description. Seeing <laughs> one of them was literally homeless. Yeah, I was waiting to tell that. <laughs> <laughs> You've just been saving that one. It's like yeah. oh. <laughs> Cancelled. <laughs> Cancelled on the first episode. 15 minutes in or whatever, and we're already like... No, I think it makes it even more appropriate, you know, <laughs> to have the homeless background. <laughs> yeah, and also, like, MC Ride, I, I think he said it in an interview once that he was, like, he hates... Well, not hate, but he dislikes, like, the public and modern media, and he has no interest in, like, putting his life out there whatsoever. So, yeah, it's also, like, some mystery behind it all that also add to this, like, dark, anarchist, weird vibe of what is Death Grips. Yeah, but on another thing that, like, I feel like it makes it different from, like, these same ideas of what I think a lot of, like, punk and metal bands, um, and, and and even there's the genre, which is an overlap between punk and metal, which I think Death Groups might draw inspiration from. It's called um, crust punk or metal punk. I don't know why crusts. Crust is not a good description for genre. Like I would per, never describe anything as crust. No, it might be crusty. <laughs> crusty. <laughs> I mean, it kind of, if you put punk and metal together, I could imagine crusty is a sound that comes at one point. It's like croissants, the first thing oh, yeah, that yeah. comes <laughs> But, uh, but I think, um, I think the anger that you can see in Death Crips and like, it's unlike, um, unlike these metal and punk bands or crust punk, apparently, um, they have a specific theme. Their anger is directed at something. It's usually like um, anger against authority. Again, anger against like 
society structures and like the build up and everything else yeah. there is a direction and it's clear while with with death grips you don't really understand most of the time they're just what. angry <laughs> <laughs> you don't understand what they're angry about and then the idea of the homeless man makes even more sense it's this directionless anger it's just this like really really powerful rage that has no aim it's just there to exist and i think that's what that differentiates them in just like in a symbolic manner from a lot of these punk and metal bands they don't say like oh yeah they're not they're raging against the machine basically yeah they're not we're not they're not saying like we are anti-authority we're, we're anarchists for anti-authority because of these and these reasons they're just yeah it's just yeah i'm just angry I, th- I think in some sense they're like more nihilistic about this because they're like they, they don't protest against anything in in like specific they're just like against everything and and i think you can sort of sense that in uh a lot of the things they like did in their in their career for example about like uh do you know the story about like the no love deep web and how it was published so it was like they they uh they put out the money store right which yeah. was like their most successful album the magnum opus the magnum opus exactly <laughs> and uh they had like a, a deal with their record label that they're gonna put out another album that year and um and they promised their fans as well and what the record label did they just like uh noped them and pushed the album back to the next year so they can make a tour and what they did they just like uh they canceled the tour on themselves uh they spent like a month in a hotel room uh there was zach hill and mc ride developing the album uh and then they like leaked it out on BitTorrent, and that's why like their label dropped them and oh, they didn't have the label right i actually afterwards. do think that i've heard about this i didn't didn't they even have like a partnership with uTorrent or BitTorrent or something didn't they even agree with the the actual organization sure itself that, that it's on the title line but i'm not sure about that but yeah i, I, I think i've i think i've read that somewhere but i've i've heard it but also that is <laughs> that is basically essentially what death Grip stands for so yeah fuck you basically. exactly they're just doing their own thing i love that it's also like the 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 artwork for No Love Death that were like uh, with the with the dick, yeah, yeah. Uh, and they talk, that they also like it's Zach Hill's penis uh, in the in <laughs> in the hotel room, and it was like a super bougie hotel room. I think the like mentality be- behind it is like they wanted to get more in the mindset of like uh, of like the um, the record label and the higher ups mm-hmm. because they have like a little like a poor background, and they literally like I think it's so ironic as well. You just like rent a really high-end hotel room and then make an artwork which is literally a picture of your dick and, and just make it just it's just a high-class dick pic yeah <laughs> it literally is <laughs> much value to that dick pic the upper classes <laughs> <laughs> oh yes this is what the upper classes must do <laughs> in their free time yeah um yeah and and i think that another thing that uh that i i've come to the conclusion especially when listening to ex-military and 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 um, which is their first like mixtape. It's not even really an album. I think it's more of a mixtape. Yeah. And and even Money Store is that they're not really songwriters per se in a sense. Um, they're three dudes who who each make their own part of the song, contribute what they can, and then it's just mixed to make it work. It's 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 the sense of there's a sense of independence from each of the elements. So basically, the vocals, the drums, or the rhythm section, and all the ambient noises and the synthesizers and the keyboards, where that it's it's it feels crude. It feels like instead of being written to match, it's written to be its own thing, and then it's just forced and bent into shape so that it just somehow works. Yeah, fair it, it does. It does. It isn't written synchronous it isn't like okay I, we have a chorus or like we have like this chord structure what's a melody that goes with a chord structure what's a rhythm that like accentuates this chord structure with death grips it's none of that it's yeah. basically 
yeah, I wrote this, I wrote this, I wrote that. Yeah, that's true. They're very, like, DIY artists. (laughs) (laughs) DIY, that's the genre. DIY industrial. (laughs) DIY industrial, that might as well be it. Yeah, but I I heard that in, like, in a YouTube video. They call them, like, DIY artists because they started out without a record label and just, like, being on themselves and, like, making everything. And I think ex-military was also before they had a record label. Yeah. And yeah, I think that also incorporates the the vibe, you know, that they like they don't go through any, you know, recipe of how to make a song of like they don't have any structure just just doing what they want. Yeah. It's super and cool. and and I think com- coming to the back to the genre because I think you did say that like it's really difficult to place yeah, where they stand in the current music thing and I think we've talked about it a lot already like how how you can't really pinpoint what it is, but it's 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 really it it just it really is a defining feature of Death Grips that it's insanely difficult to place any label on it. Like I keep scratching my head thinking of a category, but I can't really come up with anything. And that's like um, beautiful in a sense. I think I think it's it's wonderful and it's really interesting that music can be so specific, so individual, and 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 seem like it might have specific elements, but it clearly doesn't. It, you associate with something, but that association inherently won't make sense once you actually try to figure out why. Yeah, that's true. And and then, and, and, and people basically describe it like angry schizophrenic episodes also. Yeah. <laughs> and and I feel like, again, schizophrenic episode, homeless man, just coming on a power plant. You need to describe it instead of a genre, but with analogies and like visualizations. That's that's very true. Yeah. And I think the homeless man in your analogy is definitely schizophrenic. <laughs> yeah. That just adds to the anger. Yeah, you don't know yeah. why he's angry. Exactly. <laughs> he doesn't know why he's angry. No. Yeah. He's just inbuilt anger. But also, like, uh, yeah, I also read, read somewhere that, like, a very beautiful sentence that, like, they have no reference point. They're unapologetically experimental. And I think that also pretty good. You can't really, like, it's really hard to pinpoint where they draw out from, you know, what's yep. their background. They're just, like, pow, appeared at one point. Yeah. And I think it's also why they, like, blew up that quickly because, like, it was... What after the money serves like one year and they were like super super popular. I mean, also it completely ruined the structure we wanted for this podcast because we're like, oh yeah, what were their influences? And then we realized, yeah, true. You can't find it. <laughs> they just, yeah, it's like the sound the sound of like garbage bins falling on the street in the middle of a night, falling against an electric fence and making a weird electric sound. That's basically their influence. It's the sound of California, <laughs> L.A. No, they're from Sacramento, which is I think an even weirder place i have no idea where i think that the, is. i think the red hot chili peppers come out of sacramento for some reason but i might be wrong i know they come from california because they're literally they're literally california as a group <laughs> red chili peppers let's not get a tour yeah okay this is about that group. <laughs> this is about anger and 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 teen angst <laughs> and, and like basically defined um yeah. yeah should we should we um so talk about maybe a specific track or, or something like that uh maybe what do you what do you think about um their let's start let's start from the very very basic like ex-military it's their first it's their first mixtape it's their first like it's their expose to the world it's it's kind of like a defining statement of like this is what we are yeah so do you have like what do you feel about it would you say that it's a nice starting point for for your death grips experience no, I, I mean, I think I'm going to be basic with this. I think the best starting point is uh, the money store. Should we then go to money store and yeah. come back to the next step? Of the yeah, I think, I think yeah, the money okay, store. Fair. I feel like, um, yeah, yeah, I feel like it's, 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 where do we even begin on the money store? We, we call it the magnum opus of, of Death Grips, in a sense. Or do yeah. we? I mean, we do. And it's also like, 
sort of factual. I think it's the best like critically acclaimed album of theirs. Um, but yeah, I think it like the ex-military was sort of like their sound was still raw, and with like the money story, it was like more refined and more like uh, more precise. Yeah. And uh, and yeah, and like some say it was even more precise with like No Love Deep Web. But uh, personal opinion and apparently critical opinion is that like Money Story is a bit better. Yeah, yeah, and and I feel like the whole vibe of money of Money Story is essentially what we've been talking about for the past. Let me check. Twenty minutes. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, which is that which is all these weird things and the sounds and it's just the fact that the music. If you had to describe the music, it would just make you feel raw energy. If it makes you yeah. feel energized and it's just raw. And and it, it it is very flavorful, unlike other music, which is really powerful and angry. This one mm-hmm. has uh, you could you could like, it's weird to describe sound in the form of taste, but like it feels like it not spice, but it just has, it's richer. Yeah, that's true. I, I mean, it, for me, it feels like a lot more sincere than, for example, listening to metal when I want to get energized. Yeah, because I think it's also like their whole vibe that makes the sincerity. So I I don't know. I feel like much more direct flow of energy when listening to that groups they're great workout music <laughs> i feel like it's really funny that i am sincerely rageful <laughs> this rage is not fake i am very very angry <laughs> that's how i'm gonna like uh end, end my, my emails, emails. <laughs> <laughs> sincerely rageful <laughs> thank you uh, professor <laughs> um yeah but also i think um I think it was I've seen footage, the song on the Money Store, which is like uh, the most um, radio friendly, if you could put it that way. I think it's like a good introduction song uh, because they, they don't have that much like the anger that like the 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 instrumentals behind are also like a bit more tame and, you know, like conventional in the sense they have this build up like these hooks and then the end. I, I would disagree, though. Like I, I get, like I get, like I, I, I feel like that song is really, really good, and I feel like it is a good point, and it's also one of the only songs, ironically, which has guitar in it. It's really yeah. super distorted and it's glitchy, but I'd say, "Get Got" is the is 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 for a reason their most listened to track on That's their true. whole thing. I feel like it is a watered down version of what they make. I feel like yeah. "Get Got" is like while while I do feel like I keep forgetting the song that you mentioned just now. I've yeah. seen footage. Yeah, I've seen footage. Oh, God damn it! But I feel like I've seen footage is 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 different. It's not in a, it's radio friendly, but that's not the essence of what it is. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, yeah, I think that. Oh man, I think Death Grip is just evil because the essence is also like it's scary, you know. Yeah, but but I would say that 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 Get God is the intro, intro, introductory track to get started. Had a bit of a glitch. Like yeah. it is definitely a starter track because it's tame, and it it explains why. Yeah, like as I said, it's their most listened to song, and 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 then it's. This is a great analogy again for describing Get God. It's. Is it about homeless people? <laughs> no, I'm not going to talk about homeless people anymore. No, I feel bad. <laughs> but it's like getting authentic ramen from like from a store, and 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 you only use half of the spicy packet when you eat it. <laughs> You feel a bit of spicy, but it's still pretty enjoyable. No, I think, yeah, I think in this analogy, like you have to be white and not like really tolerate the spices that well. Yeah, because yeah, when yeah. you get like a hundred percent of the spices, I think it's like it's so it's very Let's be the general European, yeah, the general, <laughs> general white European. European, maybe Eastern European for us, so we can actually speak about. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then and then maybe you'll need like a glass of water with that spicy rum, but it's still enjoyable. Meanwhile, if you if you if you <laughs> Put on like I don't know, like a track like Gatine or or or, yeah. or 
hustle bones, then it's like putting the whole packet in and then grabbing a bit of another one and then just crying through the experience. And the pain, the pain is the thing that makes you want to return to it, and that's death grip. But I, I just remembered this. But you know, it's really funny. There was like this um, guy online, and what he did, he like made an uh, algorithm that ranked how angry death grip songs are. <laughs> no which joke. One the, which one is the angriest? Uh, what, let me second. Let me find the fucking tab. Um, okay, give me. Uh, Meanwhile. Yeah, this episode is brought to you by an algorithm that ranks Death Grip songs. Yeah, and he also supposedly he also supposedly did that with um, with Radiohead as well. Only like how sad the songs are. Oh yeah, all of the all of the a moon shaped pool songs are the saddest of the whole. I think I've seen that algorithm. Yeah. Well, yeah. Supposedly he just like he uh, he took the lyrics and then he compared it to some database about which are like angry lyrics. And uh, and also the instrumentals somehow I'm not gonna read all of through it, but basically I think the angriest song on um, on the money store is um, where is it? Who reveal drum drum beat? Yeah, please. Come on! Hold on! Hold on! Hold on! Hold on! I can't do it because I'm holding a microphone. So I can hustle bones. Oh, hustle! Yeah, <laughs> hustle bones is the most angriest, and the least angriest is uh, system blower. It has some graphs as well. You can look at it. I wish we had video. We yeah. could, should we? <laughs> Instead of a Spotify song, we just include graphs. We could. <laughs> just like horrible. The whole podcasting graphs. It's a PowerPoint presentation. Do you on know YouTube? those TikToks, PowerPoint presentations? <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Um, off topic. Off topic. But yeah. I know actually it's really on topic. I, you mentioned lyrics. I feel like <laughs> I feel like the really weird thing about hustle or not hustle bones. The Death Grips lyrics is that um, they literally sound like a stream of consciousness. And they literally make no sense. But they they have some references and some poetry to it as well. It's it's very hard. Like it's I think it's very hard, and I I think I haven't still like gotten into the lyrics one hundred percent because you haven't like, enough. You haven't been enlightened. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not homeless enough. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, but like uh, because like the music is so full of everything. You know, like the, the everything is like one hundred percent, and it's hard to like keep track of the lyrics as well. Yeah. Keeping in mind that also he like screams them very loudly, um, but yeah, I've, I've looked at some YouTube videos and like they h- highlighted some like specific you know verses that like reference to like ancient Egyptian gods or some like really complex concepts and you know it's not just like random words. There's some thought. In no, there. no, but I feel like I feel like um, in a sense there is like I feel like it could be like a phrase or something that has meaning, but then it inherently has no connection to the other to the rest of the song. It's kind of like you could say like. There's a line which conveys a meaning, but then that line is in no way really connected to the next line. Yeah, no, that I can agree with. It's like stream of consciousness. It's like you say one font and you say another font. That I can agree with. It's really like separate. It's really chaotic. I I do. But it could have have some underlying meaning, but I I, think it's... Yeah, I think like still like they they, they, each line build up to the vibe of the song. And I think that's like a principle that goes to like all of Death Grip songs. Yeah. Uh, But I I can agree with the fact that they hardly link together. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, sometimes, like, the thing is, I read the lyrics and I feel more confused when I, like, uh, sometimes when I listen to Death Grip songs, especially at the start, even now, I listen to a song and, like, I am I try to understand, like, the literal words he's saying and sometimes I don't get it and I'm really confused, so I try to interpret it and I come up with, like, oh, yeah, this is probably what he's saying. Then I go to Genius, I look up the lyrics and I'm more confused when I see the actual ones. <laughs> that, that's yeah. a literal thing that happens I feel like your brain is anti-Death Crips lyrics in a sense it will try to f- make some kind of ration, rational like sentence or, or, or idea out of 
something that's not. It's trying to save you. Yeah. I feel like that could actually be one of the things that is intentionally chaotic. So just like, it's kind of like, you know, um, there's the there's the Beatles song called I Am The Walrus. Yeah. It's yeah, basically yeah, yeah. just literally meant to be nonsense. That's actually and a pretty good like comparison. Yeah. It's it's kind of like people say, <laughs> basically, Dove Grips are like the Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> but a bit, it's, it's kind of like um, specifically being nonsensical. And seeing if people will try to derive meaning from it when inherently the whole point of it is that it has no meaning. Yeah, that could also be in some of the chunks. I, I 100% agree with you. And I think there's so much like more evidence to back this up. For example, oh, I can talk about many of things. But like um, I think there's this one concert they had in Lollapalooza. Uh, and what they did, they had an after party the previous night, so they like didn't show up at the concert. And there were like hundreds of people waiting for them, and the concert had like uh, a suicide note like printed out of Gmail. Like they had a suicide email sent to them, and they printed it out, put it in the back of the stage, put some like drum kits in, and it didn't ever arrive. So what Lollapalooza ended up doing is like putting their track list on Spotify, and the fans got super angry and like destroyed the whole stage. There's some videos online as well, <laughs> like the drum kits and everything. But yeah, afterwards they said that like it was all an act. It was all like part of their performance. Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's also like about like you know them not caring. Also, just the idea of having an after party before your concert. <laughs> 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 it's like yeah, we have the grand reveal tomorrow, and today we're celebrating the grand reveal. Yeah, let's That's get fucked not up. Happen yet. <laughs> <laughs> I can't go to my I can't go to my party. I was I got too drunk at the after party before <laughs> the party. <laughs> That's a genius thing. <laughs> What yeah, other ones? I think another example is like they had this concert and uh, and the way how Zach Hill performed at this concert, he joined through Skype. There's literally on the concert, yeah, there's a video of like of like MC Ride calling him on Skype and then Zach Hill performing his lineup on Skype. It's amazing. I love it. Yeah, it just feels like it just kind of feels like they're fucking with you, right? Like yeah. how far can we take this and people will I feel like you know what it is? It's because I feel like it honestly comes down to the fact that all of Death Grips fans are literally obsessed with Death Grips. That's true. They are hyper obsessed and then it's kinda like they I feel like the I feel like the actual group is now like basically doing is like how far can we take this and they'll still like like us or like still still like interpret some cool meaning from but it. But I think it, it doesn't matter. They're because just pushing like, the barrier. Yeah, I think the barrier is like unlimited at this point. I, I can't imagine a single thing what they could do where like their fans would be, whoa, no man, this is too much. Yeah, this is too far, bro. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think their fans are also a meme at this point. Like no, Death no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, like I think that's one of the big minuses of like Death Grips is the, yeah. is, the, is, the, is the fan base. Like I don't like no. Don't get me wrong. Like I feel like when you find out that somebody else likes Death Grips, it's kind of like the secret kind of underground club. Yeah. You kind of feel like you're part of this. Like ooh. yeah, and and, and yeah, yeah, and it's and it's 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 really cool. And I feel like a lot of them are really normal, but there's this really big part of the fan base that is insanely obsessed, and we'll basically call them like the neck gods of music or something. Yeah. Yeah, I um, think it's just like those edgy kids. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of money store, we can return to some tracks, but I feel like, yeah, actually, let's let's return to some of the tracks. Do you have any other favorites from uh, from the money store? Um, it's kind of hard to pinpoint which is my favorite song. I love the system blower as well. The least angry. Yeah, but yeah, but I think that just like I love the fact that the name is system blower and like the hook is also like system system blower and then like the instrumental also kind of blow up in your ears. Oh yeah, it's yeah. like th- this thing it, like hit me. Yeah, <laughs> I mean one of the definite songs that I, I I think I've said this multiple times, but I'm now not sure. Um, I I, I think Hacker might be. It's definitely one of my favorites from the album. Yeah. And if you want to get understand, like, Hacker is one of the only few songs, I think, in general. Sp- it's definitely in the album the only song, which 
kind of feels like more groovy than it does just angry and energizing. I feel like it has a bit of like a structure and it has like a course, a bit of a yeah. like it has some structure and then it kind of feels like a bit more normal in comparison to the other songs, but it still isn't washed down. It 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 it, it feels roomy like phonetically, but it also sounds empty. Like it feels full but empty. I don't know how to describe it. Like this, these is these really weird adjectives that I use for music, and 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 I really I really enjoy the song. Another thing, another one that I really really love is is um, the cage. Um, yeah, it's it's a it's a very like, um, if somebody wants to listen to the Money Store, basically like Hacker the Cage because it has a, I think a really nice mix of like background synths. It has a nice mix of ambience. And it feels like um, what they do is because they don't focus on a melody, you kind of you automatically pick up on a lack of melody and create one where I don't think it really is. Like I feel like we've talked about it that like the weird ambient sounds kind of yeah. make up a bit of a melody. Yeah, fair enough. And yeah, I, I, like I get what you cage, mean. I feel like yeah. the cage does that. It, it presents it, and it, and and the mix of the vocals, the rhythm, and production is just amazing. Everything like seems to make sense in the cage. Um, but um, but it, it's hard to explain why, right? It's yeah. hard to explain why it sounds good. I mean, I, it shouldn't work. Yeah, exactly. Like even with like somebody who's like, I, know, I I think we can go to a different genre and compare it. Like somebody who we will definitely most most definitely talk about, who is still really experimental, but like still a structure is Eve's tumor. Yeah. But you can explain, right? You can try at least try to explain. You can you can grasp at certain things and you have reference points. But with this. Yeah, it's literally, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a one one way, like, <laughs> Death Grips is one of the reasons, for our first episode, we're not doing a very good job of explaining why you should listen to them. But I feel like the reason why you should listen to them is we try to prepare ourselves as people who understand music and try to explain why things are good and try to pretend that we know. Yeah. But in reality, even we can't, like, we're not qualified in any sense, but, like, we feel like we have a basic understanding but even we can't explain it. And I yeah. feel like that's the interesting part. Yeah, and you can talk about them for hours because there's so much more, so much up to interpretation about what they do. Yeah. But I think one of the facts that you can agree is like, first, it's not for everyone. You know, I think a lot of people are also put off by all of the anger and never got get really into it. Uh, I also think part of those people are just because they haven't given a second chance, you know? Yeah. You just hear those MC rides, fucking vocals, and then you're like, nope, out of there. Yeah. Um, I can agree with that. And I think also what a band did successfully is that um, while I think, like, okay, Money Stories are magnum, like, I would say is their current up-to-date, their their most interesting, their most refined, you could, as you could, even if you could call it a refined project. Um, I wish it would have more samples because X-Military had a lot of samples, which yeah. Money Store basically had almost, yeah. zero, which they did really well. But I feel like, even with Mag- even with uh, the money store being kind of like their be all end all uh, album up to this date, um, I feel like they avoided the pitfall that a lot of I feel like these experimental and new or or really influential music musicians make is where they are defined by one album or like a couple of songs. That's very true. It, every time they release something new, you're kind of like, well, what the fuck is this? Like, what? <laughs> It's like it, it's it's it keeps you guessing, and it, it they don't stick to one thing. And I think they did that really well by releasing a mixtape, which is one thing, and building off of it, but doing something else. And then Fashion Week, a completely instrumental yeah. album, which is really weird. Um, the Powers That Be is just is an album that is just purely based on Bjork's. Albums. Yeah, that's so weird to me. I like Bjork. Supposedly, she's a fan of like that yeah, group. Yeah, yeah. 
That's weird. And it's just it's just they avoid these pitfalls by just you you think they're kind of running out of ideas, but then no, it's yeah. just let's just do something more like insane. Yeah, I think that's definitely one of like the objective qualities that you could put on them. Like they don't get boring or anything. They like Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they don't get boring or anything. They're just like always creative and always coming up with new stuff while still like, you know, being sticking to their like genre, whatever you would call it. But I think it also can you you, you could sort of argument it that it comes from um both Zach Hill and uh, MC Red being painters. Because oh, yeah. yeah. They both paint, and I, I I looked at some like uh, paintings of uh, of MC Wright, and they're so fucking disturbing. Like, look at this shit. He supposedly repaints some like uh, old pictures, and they're very like black and white and gritty. And Wait, it's painted? No, these are the pictures, and these are painted. Yeah, yeah but that's super hyper realistic. Yeah, insane how good it is. Yeah, and he doesn't have a lot of paintings, I think, but like the the fucking image choice, they're all yeah, like okay, yeah, black yeah. and white and dark, and I think it also really represents like his style as an artist and it also like visualizes the fact that like his art is often like you know not only music it's also performance um it's also like this kind of shit that he does he also did i think the artwork for um uh his la- their latest album what was your, the name uh not the year of the snitch. year of the snitch yeah exactly he did the artwork to that yeah um yeah but i feel like you know the weird thing is um that kind of thing I instantly associate with shock value artists. For example, Tyler the Creator, twenty twelve Goblin. Goblin yeah. is the 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 spitting image of what a shock value artist is. Yeah, but th- I don't really see the connection in a sense. It does come off like it, but I don't think it is. I don't think it is meant to like grab your attention and make you feel that way. I think it's honestly, literally, just an expression of how he feels. Definitely, I think he in a, in a, in a, in the essence they are. I think in some ways they're deeply disturbed people. One hundred percent, completely conveys that. One, they're fucked up in the head. But <laughs> but yeah, but that's what I was telling in the beginning as well as about like the sincerity. You know, mm-hmm. they don't seem fake and they're not abusing the system or anything. Is like, you know, sometimes you could do with like this shocking stuff. Yeah, I kind of you like especially like I feel like they don't become repetitive or boring in a sense. I feel like because a lot with a lot of these bands that um do a lot of kind of anti anti authority and these anarchistic ideas as they get older like they kind of melt well not maybe not they kind of mellow out or they kind of like basically go on about the same topic or they might have something really good not not by far all of them right i feel yeah. like they're a very very good defining like bands but i feel like some of them fall into this loop of basically reiterating the same idea but them, it's not really. They're not speaking from an idea, so then it just always is refreshing because it's it's just an, a conveyance of emotion without a direction. Yeah, I I definitely agree. Yeah, it's also like I don't think they have to prove anything. You know, they're just like for because they they broke up at one point. I think it was like 2015 or something, and then like they completely unannounced put out a new record. It was like oh the yeah, but aren't one. they uh, still to this day theoretically not a band anymore? I'm not really sure, but because what I was in trying... 2014, I think yeah, they did break up. Yeah, yeah, they put like I mean, it was kind of ambiguous as well. Mm-hmm. They put out like literally, they put out a, a note written on a napkin on Facebook or something, and that was like their breakup announcement. Um, but yeah, what I was trying to say is that like they have no publicity, like literally no interviews after like 2012 or something, and they have nothing to prove to no one. You can't really also expect anything. No one really knows what's what's happening with them. Um, so I think in that way it's kind of harder for for them to become worse or like their next projects 
hopefully yeah like, you can't you can't you can't ask them for their expectations you can't ask them for it like because they, i don't think they give any kind of um feed not feedback insight they don't yeah. give any insight into what they make so you kind of never really understand yeah and 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 the fact they don't do it for the status or, or basically the clout yeah it, it's it kind of like it shows and it's they are literally artists for artists artistry's sake i feel like that's yeah the way to that's very it. respectable and also i think that's one of like the the qualities that like you can say to every person and they would like appreciate it you know without even listening to the music take a sip of water okay hmm. what else um I think mm, we are back on air back on air um welcome back to the hour of smooth jazz and dev quips well with dev quips in the morning driving to your nine to five in your suit with your child in the back headphones on listening to dev <laughs> wanted to just crush the car in the side of the room that I, i i can't decide if there would be like the best morning music because they wake you up or the worst because they yeah, wake you up. yeah <laughs> <laughs> um yeah besides that i have um yeah it's, it's kind of the main things why i like death grips and i another, another small thing is that um you know um i feel like once you kind of get into them if you end up liking them i feel like a good thing to go then is go back to the start ex-military it's kind of like it's it's once you've listened to the money store and you have an understanding of what the group is then going back to the their beginning you kind of get you get more um information in a sense yeah but i feel like you you more appreciate their like development as Mm -hmm. a band as well but there are also some things that like i feel like like there are some songs like guillotine from the first album i don't even know if it's on spotify anymore i think it is as a single but the whole yeah. the ex-military album yeah, it's i think it's not on spotify anymore yeah but um uh it's still available on youtube as a big next thing but um the, the guillotine video i think it's also very trippy mm. and then and, and something like some songs like those like guillotine and 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 i i wish they would make something more like that like it, it's unlike their songs it's really slow It's really stripped down to the basics. It's just vocals and very simple, simple instrumentals. Yeah. But it's still chaotic. It still has that essence of, of Death Grips, but stripped down. And I feel like I kind of want them at one point, which I know they never will. I don't feel like they'll ever return to a sound they did, in a sense. Yeah. Um, to kind of come back to Ex-Military and kind of remake it into something new. That would be beautiful. I mean, you never know. I also know like that they they sampled some of their like early works in in their latest oh, album yeah. which is like Gear of the Snitch. I think you literally can't expect anything with them. I mean, it makes sense that like um they wouldn't like, you know, make the stuff they did back then and sort of like they progress as artists. But still I wouldn't be that surprised if like they put out something more more like uh how you say stripped down as a single or or yeah, in yeah. like their next album or something. Yeah. Um yeah. Yeah, I think that's I think we've reached um 43 minutes of our of our of our podcast. That's pretty good. Yeah, and it's just the main chunk. And uh at this point, I feel like we should have sold Death Grips by now. If not, then listen <laughs> to <bad>. it again. <laughs> listen to it until you want to listen to it. Um also, listen to me right now, listener. You can't <laughs> until you listen to Death Grips, you're not allowed to leave. It's basically you need to finish your plate. Finish your finish your shady music and then and then you can go and you can listen to the next episode. You sound like a Death Grips fan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're revolutionizing music. Yeah. Oh, man. 
Um, I love it. <laughs> I'm not gonna go into the whole it's character. Noided. I think it's also a word they use. Noi. Noided. Noided. Because I think it's from like uh, paranoid. Oh. And I I went to like Reddit and something and they like this stuff is noided or something. Yeah, Reddit is the breeding grounds for devcrypt. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah. But also you can breed. find some really fun info on there. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think. I think. Um. Yeah. We will return. I don't know when will, when they will be hearing this. I don't know if this ending will be included. Yeah, but, no, uh, but also about like uh, if you like <laughs> if you like death groups, you could also enjoy. <laughs> oh yeah, fuck, we completely forgot about that yeah. part. Um, editor, fix it. <laughs> um, but yeah, what what would you if you like death groups? What are other artists that you should listen to? That's actually a really good thing. Well, as I mentioned before, JPEG Mafia. That, yep. That's what got me into death groups, and I think um, it's still, he still has some industrial sound, especially in his like early works. But it's much more like um, easier, easier to digest. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if that makes sense, and is way more lyrical. Mm-hmm. Um, but he still has that like raw feeling and that aggression sometimes. And also, run the jewels. Yep. I haven't, I haven't like gotten that into run the jewels, but uh, they definitely also represent like industrial hip hop. Um, and yeah, I think they're also like what makes run the jewels getting a bit off topic here yeah. but i have also like uh very distinctive voices mm-hmm. and it's also like part of their identity which sort of you can also link with death groups yep and then there's also of course our, our one of our controversial uh fan favorites of kanye uh jesus which my inherently favorite. i don't know if it is it's between my beautiful actually no you know what it is i'm gonna do a real hot take it's between yay kids see ghost kids see ghost doesn't count it's not a kanye album yeah. it's a kanye cut kid cutty Yay or or uh, my beautiful daughter's with fantasies. Jesus is in a second place, and there's a first split, first split place. I mean, I can I can accept that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I feel like I feel like we need to we could do uh, we could do album rankings. That could be another episode. We could do album rankings also of famous artists. Oh yeah, definitely. We could do album rankings. Editor, save papers. that. <laughs> Note to self. Note to self. I mean. Um, but uh, but why why is Jesus like? Uh, I feel like it's because it has, uh, in a sense, it is that weird. It's not you couldn't really call it like it. It does have a bit of an industrial it sound. Definitely, it. Does. it has that more of a raw, bit of like an, an unedited sound. It, it 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 has like. It's um. It's like if you put. <laughs> I don't want to use the ramen reference again. <laughs> it's like if you if you ate a bowl of ramen that had another bowl of ramen next to it like the bowl had spicy ramen into it and you poured new ramen into it without spice there's remnants of it that is are, like are you hungry <laughs> no actually surprisingly not i just i just I, for some reason i keep coming up with these weird analogies that, that kind of like make sense to me but like you mean ramen x bowl of a spicy ramen yeah like like normal. like there's there's a bit there's a bit of like every once in a while you'll take a bite and be like ooh, it's kind of spicy yeah, okay, that's that's true. I mean, definitely. I, I think we could write another episode about the album, but yeah. he, he definitely has some, like, you know, more Kanye songs, like Bound, for example. Yeah. Uh, but, like, I Am a God, for example, I remember, like, listening. It's an intro song. I remember listening to it. I was like, fuck, what, what is this, you mm-hmm. know? I, I started listening to Jesus way before Death Grips, and it was, like, already way, way weird for me. But they have, like, these instrumentals which are distorted and, like, very not poppy and i think they also in a sense kanye is also an artist who um like does whatever he wants you know every person who like jesus when it came out is now a death grips fan oh that's that's <laughs> actually, a hot thing but that might be true might be true <laughs> but um yeah if, if you want to if you want if any interested in those artists um 
Yeah, I think it's also a good. It's, it can be both a starting point and an end point. Yeah. You can start your DevCrypt experience or also move on from it. Um, but if you'd like DevCrypt, I'm not sure that people are going to be moving on from it in a sense, unless they do something. Imagine if they release like an acoustic album or something. That would be so weird. Yeah, just like yeah. piano or something. Yeah. It's it's acoustic industrial hip hop. It's just them screaming in an echoey room and just <laughs> bashing chairs. Yeah, but I think the next step, like experimentalism wise, would be just like making noise music. Yeah, like like super avant garde. Like, yeah, like like yeah, that the way that some avant garde jazz does it. it completely go off rhythm, nothing. But supposedly there's this guy who, um, fuck, I don't have him up here. But uh, there's this guy who um, who was featured on their latest album. And uh, what he does, he makes, like, noise music of, like, a piece of glass, which he holds with his teeth. And then he has some, like, diodes attached to the glass, which, like, pick up sound. And it's, it's noise music. It's, like, doesn't make any sense. But he often, like, gets cut in the mouth. And then there's, like, blood on the glass and everything. Very gory. Uh, very experimental. Is it music? Not qualified to answer. But, Is it uh, art? Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> Is it kind of dope? definitely <laughs> i mean it's disturbing it's definitely disturbing but but yeah it's kind of funny that they also like have uh you know featuring that sort of more experimental artist yeah that's fair but then again they also on that album uh featured the director of shrek nice which is also funny um it shrek, might be shrek x death grips yeah it's collab <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think I feel like we've reached the end of the podcast. Uh, thank you for joining us this time. Um, hopefully, see you next time. Yes. And then, do we give a sneak peek of what we will covering? Have we even decided what we'll be covering next? I think Ives Tumor was like our next yeah. on the list. Ives, Ives, Eves. I, I, Ives, he, I think it's Ives. Ives or Eves? Uh, fuck it. Who cares? We'll figure it out next episode. Tune in for Eves, Ives Tumor, and then see you another time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>